Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. So first, I want to jump right into introducing you all to the facelift that my podcast has recently received. So um, for some time, I've been going back and forth with the name of the podcast and in Jessica's Corner became the initial name simply because it was just easy to get it out there quickly and I didn't have to pretty much worry about what kind of catchy name am I going to come up with? However, I felt like it needed some personality. So I am going through this entire branding phase of the podcast right now. So I will then introduce you all to the new and improved Mrs. Keep It Real live in Jessica's Corner. And so this particular personality that is me still um, allows me to be as transparent as possible. It allows me to be as open and honest as I please. It just allows me to be my truest self. Um, I hope that you all like it. And if you don't, oh, well, (laughs) Um, this is what I'm rolling with right now. I'm really excited about this. This has been something I've wanted that name initially, to be honest with you. I just did not dive into it because I didn't know how to incorporate it into in Jessica's corner. I kept going back and forth. So now you are tuned into Mrs. Keep It Real live in Jessica's corner. Okay. (laughs) All right. So today's episode is going to be part two from last week. So if you have not listened to last week, stop, stop right here. Go back and listen to the thread of comparison part one. So the thread of comparison part one is going to be the segue into the thread of comparison part two, the benefits of social media. So in the last episode, I'll recap for you quickly. Um, I pretty much discussed the negative impact of social comparison in relation to the concept of social media. Simply put, we look at social media, we use it to either compare ourselves upwardly to um, pretty much identify shortcomings or downwardly to enhance the presentation of who we are. Um, either way, we, be- we, we begin to get so caught up in the comparisons of what other people are doing and what other people have going on that we, we are so hard on ourselves. We're either pushing ourselves to do more than we're even capable or hyping ourselves up when we're really not even worth the hype. Okay. <laughs> so, um, this week I had a conversation with a friend Shouts out to you. You know who you are. And after listening to last week's episode, he enlightened me. And it was one of those things where, you know what? I spoke of social media negatively. What are the positives? How amazing is social media? What are the positive things that um, include social media? How is social media positive? What kind of positive impact has social media had on the people around me and me myself personally? So let's dive right into that. So simply put, some of the general benefits of social media from my perspective would be one that it does allow for positivity in certain instances. It allows you to sit in this very admirable position as you begin to watch people soar and grow and spread their wings in so many different ways. And it is extremely impactful when you begin to see the power and the influence of people that are doing amazing things in the community, amazing things in the world, amazing things on their job, amazing things with their families, with other families and whatever else. The other side of the amazing benefit is that 
we somehow begin to develop these quote unquote relationships with people because we struggle with them. We begin to relate to their shortcomings and their negative experiences are something that we can pretty much understand or connect with. And so we begin to pretty much strengthen connections with people that we don't know. And I think that there is power in knowing that someone else has struggled like me. Someone else has the same shortcomings as me and someone else has had such a negative experience with something. Um, To me, that's empowering to know because I do feel like sometimes we sit in life and we go through life. I won't even sit. I won't say sit in life. We go through life thinking, why is this happening to me? Feeling singled out, feeling like no one else is experiencing life the way that we are. And we get on social media and we realize we're not the only one. You are not the only one and social media is the one place that you can easily see that now for me like I said consistencies and experiences now we can take this further let me get specific about some things of course there can be consistencies at work consistencies at home consistencies in relationships marriages parenthood friendships family a new job a new career taking a risk letting go speaking your truth and being transparent opening up and just being fearless or eliminating the judgment of others so I'm going to speak to all of those things for myself when it comes to work for me work has always been one of those things that It has its pros and cons. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I hate it. I normally have a love-hate relationship with work prior to, like, recently. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. And I feel like at this point I've not been on this job long enough to have um, any cons at this point. So I'll be honest with that. Um, In relation to at home. And so when I say home, that can mean a lot of different things. At home, my 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 residence with my husband or at home the house that I grew up in the way that I was raised the lessons that I was taught the moral compass that was instilled in me when I began to observe the happenings of other people and I realized that you know um, I, I could even say things like my mom was strict. She's older than a lot of parents of children my age. So I did feel like I was the only kid whose mom was so strict and had so many rules and regulations about my simple social life. And then social media allowed me to realize that, that I wasn't the only one. Obviously with marriage, it is exciting and it is enlightening to watch the experiences of married people. The one thing that I can say is that I am connected from a social media standpoint to marriages that are in different phases, newly married, planning to get married, uh, you know, have some time under their belt. And then those success stories were 50 years of marriage or longer. Very exciting. Um, but I think what it has done for me is just been a realistic existence of what marriage will be can be won't be has been future existence of 
um, for me, it, it makes me excited to see the future of what can happen. And so it encourages an optimistic outlook on marriage for me. Um, even in seeing people have, you know, have shortcomings in their marriage or one party falls short or things not working out for me, it is still inspiring and encouraging because it it causes me to stop for a second and reassess myself. Um, never to say that it's anyone's fault, but just really diving into researching and analyzing what can I do to make this better? What can I do to avoid these kinds of shortcomings? Do we have these kind of issues? Can this be an issue in the future? I'm very analytic, so I am going to contingency plan my way out of any and everything. Okay. Now, when it comes to friendships and family, I will lump those two together. Um, And really, I'll take it further. I'll add relationships to that as well. I appreciate the loyalty and true friendship. Um, It is a very heartfelt emotion to see friendships that have maintained longevity. That excites me. Beyond that, it is very invigorating to see newly established friendships have so much value and even positively impact the existence of the person as an individual just to see that person grow and soar by the connections that they've made by the relationships that they've established with other people it is exciting and I just like to watch people grow from afar so I a lot of these um, evolutions of individuals for me is very exciting. Now, of course, parenthood, I can't really speak to that. Um, I will say that I enjoy looking at all of your cute little kids. Um, I do think that it, it pretty much, um, uplifts the idea of being a parent. I admire every parent that I, I ever see on my social media because I think that that's an amazing bond. I think that that's a major role and, um, It's one to look forward to for me at some point in life. Now, new careers, taking risks, letting go. Those three are also lumped together. For me, I feel like as millennials, we all have this clear understanding of we went to college and getting to that career moment in our life seemed to be treacherous, to say the least. Um... I understand, and I think that's the one commonality that we all have. Even if you did graduate and you were able to get a job right out of college, I think for you, your your experience will be just because you landed the job doesn't mean that you had this amazing experience because perhaps you had to deal with um, certain roadblocks or speed bumps along the way in relation to the kind of people that you encounter or once you get there having to stay stagnant for a while before upward mobility was even an option for you or people um, lessening the impact that you can have or minimizing excusing minimizing your value because of your age not taking you serious because of your age not respecting you because of your age you know those are all things that I feel like I've encountered at some point um on the journey to success from a professional standpoint and I think with taking risk I think professionally the millennial generation has probably been the most vocal about taking risk applying for that job maybe you don't have the qualifications but maybe you'll just be amazing enough to wow them um 
you know, stepping out on faith and becoming an entrepreneur and not really caring about the fact that you were just fired or laid off from your last job. Um, taking that risk and going after that position that's open at your current employer, even though people have told you it's, it's almost like we are resilient in the face of adversity. When someone tells us that we can't, we are empowered to prove them wrong. And I think like I enjoy watching that on social media. I really do now. Obviously, this is going to be self-explanatory, but speaking your truth and being transparent, like opening up and being fair, fearless and eliminating the judgment of, of others. Excuse me. Obviously, this podcast is the clearest depiction of that in my life. And I feel like I did not have the tenacity to take this step um, until... I pretty much allow myself to be consumed by the fearless approach to who people were on social media. I appreciate the fact that individuals will post on social media. I have been smiling and little did you know, I had a million and one things going on that really should have broken me. And I was broken for a little while, but I was determined to smile to me. That lets me know that, that, yet again, they're resilient. That lets me know that they're committed to happiness. That lets me know that they, regardless of what comes their way, they were committed to being triumphant. Victory was the only option for them. And so for me, I realized I cannot, and, and, and I don't really think I cared what people would think, just so we're being clear. I think more so for me, it was a matter of, I might not have the largest following of people that are really in my corner now downside to social media and me talking about the benefits you know we have a lot of followers but that doesn't mean that those people are engaged and so me being a marketing professional I understand the idea of impressions and reach and things like that and me understanding that perhaps my follow base is not necessarily into the channel of podcasts and things like that. But you know what? I decided I'm going to put this first one out there. And if I am still motivated and inspired, I will continue to do that. And people will listen and people will catch on and people will be inspired. And I will be honest, like sometimes I do feel like there's a lot of engagement and other times there's not. And that's me being transparent. But either way, I'm going to remain consistent because I just think it's something that I need to do if I want this podcast to be what I have set out for it to be. Okay. Now, in all of that inspiration and uplifting and motivation, on the flip side, I have found social media to be a main source of accountability for me. I follow a lot of podcasts. And so during that time when I was not posting, they were during that time when I was not posting, they were pretty much, you know, reposting old episodes and things like that to pretty much increase engagement and increase exposure to the pre-existing content that was out there. And so for me, I realized I had to get on my job with that. Beyond that, I have um, pretty much established relationships with some people through social media from a working out perspective, from a eating right perspective. I do have accountability partners in that realm of things too. But beyond that, the point that I was making in relation to the podcast, if there's a dream that you have and you 
see someone else out there doing it. And, and normally, you know, human nature is that whatever it is that you're interested in, you will follow the people that are interested in those same things outside of like just trying to be in the know and following, you know, popping people to stay up with trends and things like that. Um, you will begin to follow those pages that are engaged in the kinds of behaviors and practices that you're interested in because you want to get fully engulfed in what it is that you see in your future and so you will begin to see them doing the things or outlining the things that you need to do or use them as a guide and to me because there are lots of people on social media that are chasing dreams and trying to be consistent it is such an accountability check for you to say hold on if you want to be like that, honey, you're going to have to step your game up. If success is a goal of yours, what are you doing to get there? And I think a lot of people on social media have found like the motivational niche. And regardless of whatever industry they've decided to pursue, they maintain this um, position of keeping you together, um, continuing to motivate you to stay on the right path to get what you want. And just being hungry for that dream, if that makes sense. Um, now, this will segue into my counseling experience. And and be, beyond that, let's talk about this, like addressing the taboo. My entire life is engulfed in the idea of discussing the taboo. Adoption is taboo, okay? Counseling is taboo. A single parent family is not taboo, but I feel like the discussion of the real life existence and the struggles and the shortcomings of a black single mother is taboo. So that's, again, the existence of my life. I was raised by a single black woman. Let, let's take it further. I was adopted by a single black woman. So she took me in. She didn't have to. Um, I was raised by her in a lower economic environment now that doesn't mean and so let, let's discuss that too because that's kind of like taboo we discuss economics but we don't just because the environment that I lived in was that way I didn't qualify for anything that low-income families qualify for okay my mom owned our house I did not get free lunch I did not give discounted um daycare or discounted um after school program or extracurricular activities because my mom always made too much now that doesn't mean that maybe there were moments in her life where you know she wanted me to have something but she had to make sure I had a roof over my head before I could have I don't know the latest game boy or some shoes or whatever else it was that kids wanted at that point and so for me I feel like I'm okay with discussing those things because they're real. There are a few people on my social media that speak to the mental health of a single black female that has to be a parent in general. And I am really proud of this one classmate of mine from Claflin because I feel like a lot of the time the black woman is expected to be so strong and so resilient and so on top of things 
that she's not allowed to lose it. She's not allowed to break down. She's not allowed to just like fall apart for a second. Could you imagine having to carry the weight of your life and a kid at the same time with no real support from other people? And I'm sure family and friends will help you as they need to. But at the end of the day, when you turn the key at your house, it's you and that kid that you have to think about. And, you know, people will help you, but it's one of those things where... I fall on short time or hard times or I have a shortcoming. I got to figure that thing out because I can't trust you or I can't lean on you to help me figure it out because you got your own issues. And I feel like for a single parent, I can understand that. I can sympathize and empathize with that on a completely different level. And I think it's a, it has a lot to do with me really just being complacent in the taboo. Obviously, if we, as we've already discussed, being adopted is taboo in itself. Being adopted and being successful is, is taboo. Let me take it further than that. Like being adopted and being normal, quote unquote, whatever that means, those are all taboo. Nobody wants to talk about it because most people make the assumption that if you were adopted, you probably were in foster care. You probably have no clue about any of your other family. You probably have all kinds of issues. You probably are not intelligent. You probably don't have any drive. You just become this lifeless, unsuccessful failure. That's the assumption that they have. I refuse to be a statistic in that regard. So that's not me, but that that's what I've heard. That's what I've been exposed to. And then beyond that, to add insult to injury, I'm also the product of a single black household. So my life is taboo. And I think for me, I am excited about the fact that my life was taboo because Counseling, I'll be honest with y'all, I was wrapped up in the, I am not crazy, I don't need counseling. I had to be overwhelmed with the experiences of others in relation to counseling for me to open up my heart to that idea. I had some conversations with some people that are very close to me that I didn't know that they had counseling. Then I saw people that I had no clue who they were going to counseling and being open about it. And I decided, you know what? It's time for me to stop running away from what I know are issues or what I know are things that I need to talk about. And I think social media allowed me to be comfortable enough to discuss it with you all. But beyond that, to be comfortable enough to just say, it's all right to have problems. It's all right to have shortcomings. But it's what you do about it. What are you doing to help yourself cope? What are you doing to help yourself be better? And so I hope that all of this that I've discussed with you all has definitely left you feeling like we can appreciate social media for something, right? So as I discussed in the beginning, I'm really excited about rebranding my podcast. And, you know, this whole process is really um, in conjunction with my plans to expand and begin to, like, develop my own footprint. Like, I am working on the development of a platform that I can use as a vehicle like to spread love, spread support, spread insight, encourage you, motivate you, and just be the voice for the people who 
are too afraid to speak or not daring enough to just blurt it out. So, Mrs. Keep It Real, I'm committed to saying everything. I'm putting everything on the table, and you can either get with it or get lost. Now, I'm here for y'all. I'm not saying it like that to dismiss you. I'm here for you all. If you all want me to discuss things, if there are topics that you're interested in, please let me know. I am open to anything. Hit the DMs. Text me if you have my number. Comment on any post that I use to promote the podcast, like, I'm very excited about this, and I hope that you all are too. I hope that you all enjoyed this. I hope that you all will take that risk and use social media in a positive way to enlighten, inspire, motivate, encourage, or just be who you are with without judgment. Please, now, right now, go do it right now, okay? Thank y'all for tuning in. I really hope that you all enjoyed this as much as I did. Chat with you guys next time.